everybody, and welcome back to your favorite G.I. Joe podcast show, taking a Mother's Day break from talking about G.I. Joe. Let's celebrate mom with somehow an episode of Jackie Chan Adventures, a show that Gina insists we've done before, but we have not. uh, To be fair, I also thought that we had done this before. It didn't seem as familiar as I thought it would. Uh, and then when Gina said, like, we haven't done this before, uh, or wait, no, when Ray said we hadn't done it before. Boy, we all like, do this. It's not just me. Is it time to admit that finally? What? Think one person said something when it was actually the other. When I you can't... start mixing up me and Gina, that's when we have problems. The both of you are, you're so white. No, that's fair. Who, me? Don't, don't play the, the Italian <laughs> card like you're in an episode. I don't know. Uh, I would argue is- Gina is somehow even whiter than me. I'll say it. I mm. mean, I would base based on our food uh, preferences alone. I would debate that. Hmm. Interesting. Also, interesting. based on everything about our personalities and what we say. Hmm. Well, there, there, you're on a little uh, uh, less uh, sturdy footing. I think. Yeah, Gina. I mean, food. you know what better way to prove that you're not white than saying you're a TV writer. <laughs> just saying more like tv wider am i right thank you chan Uh, that's what i was getting uh, at thank you that's what the strike is all about uh sure less less um uh honkies that's um is that gina is that what the strike is about no 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 more honkies as they drive by the uh signs (laughs) you're supposed to honk so and then the cops will pull you over and give you a ticket because acab yeah, that uh, was crazy. Apparently, like there's been some there's been some chat that maybe it wasn't uh, the cops who did it. I guess I guess people can just sort of like rent one of those street sign things. So some people were saying that the studios did it. Wait, can the what? studios issue tickets? Is that a thing that no, is allowed? No, like but but they were saying like oh you know like uh uh. They were saying um, you could be ticketed. That's what the sign said. It was one of those electronic signs that they use for like, you know, when people kidnap stupid kids and stuff like that. Oh, and and there's like an Amber Alert. But it said, you know, like, hey, according to this law, excessive honking can be ticketed. Define uh, excessive. And, and people just this... assumed that yeah. the cops set it up. But then like someone zoomed in on the picture and I guess it said like city of Burbank on it or something. And people were like, <laughs> I think that that's I think the studios did that. I bet you they did. <laughs> uh, and then we all know the mayor of Burbank because he's a comedy guy. Constantine. Right. Uh, and so he was out there today, you know, telling people to honk. He was like, Burbank loves honking. Please honk. <laughs> So, I mean, it's it's now some people are like, maybe the cops didn't do it. I mean, not to let the cops off the hook or anything, but they but some people were like, I think I think the studios or like people in the neighborhood just like got the sign and and got a permit and like put it up or whatever. So I don't know if you're complaining about honks during a strike. Come on, you're 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 officially a bad guy. Yeah. Look, if you're not supporting the WGA and getting Gina back to work on <laughs> something awesome. Question mark? On yeah. Question mark? You know what? I'm going to blame the strike and the WGA uh, 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 being treated unfairly for Gina not writing on the next gen G.I. Joe cartoon show. 
she should be writing on it, but we also know she is not writing on it. I blame the studios. Yeah, I think that uh, I, I've been asking the WGA to include a clause in the contracts that uh, Gina has to get hired on whatever show she wants to be on. Yeah, it's a good, that's a good so ad. So far, a it seem, it's been a deal breaker, they but said. which Gina? <sighs> no, no, be more there's only one. There's only one Gina. Oh, thank uh, God. I mean, <laughs> there's... Uh, 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 exactly. You got exactly. One. The only one I got is Lola Brigida. Uh, yeah, uh-huh. and she's I don't dead, think she's—I so. don't think she's writing anymore. Yeah, uh, I almost said Gina Moreno, and then I was like, "Nope, that's Rita Moreno." <laughs> nope. That's not right. <laughs> that or Chino Moreno, the uh, bassist for uh, the Deftones. I and mean, I don't think he's in the WGA. So I mean, there's, there's. I will say that I, when I type in, when I start typing Gina on IMDb, <laughs> I am still being outpaced by Gina Carano. So that's regretful. Until mm. until she consistently stops working and I keep working, I well, won't I won't outpace her. So help me outpace Gina Carano. Hollywood. I think I think I see your path, Gina. You've got to get a job at the Daily Wire, writing <laughs> uh, "God is Not Dead 5. Uh huh. And uh-huh. this is how you outpace Gina Carano. I I thought you meant that she should get into the uh, <laughs> she should challenge Gina Carano to a mixed martial arts fight. And mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. I don't suggest out. that um, at all. Come on! Why? Why not? You don't you have know faith what, in me. Though, there is a pla- there is a flaw in my plan, though. If Gina uh, Ippolito, TV's mm-hmm. Gina Ippolito, gets a job yeah. at the Daily Wire, yeah. she writes "God's Not Dead 5. The problem mm-hmm. is Gina Carano will probably star in it, thus Ooh, neutralizing the star. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So this is not thought all the way through yet. I'm working on it, Gina. But for the record, keep that spec open. You know. Yeah. Uh, Do you have a spec of "God Is Not Dead 5? Oh, uh, yeah, of course I do. I have a spec of everything that's ever existed. Also, people should people should cancel their Netflix accounts during this strike. The guild isn't isn't allowed to officially uh, say that, but we all want it to happen. What if we just don't watch Netflix? Does All the that... Gina's want it to happen. Yeah, yeah. You mean like you mean to keep paying them, but don't actually watch like, it. I, I got to think about breaking a streak there. that's been going on for like multiple decades. Uh huh. Uh huh. It's just um, that's tough, man. That's tough. Uh huh. Uh-huh. It is tough. Things are tough, you guys. <laughs> that's why we need Jackie Chan Adventures. Hey, this is Knowing is Half the Podcast, and I am Race to Canis. I'm Robert Clark Chan. I'm Gina Ippolito, not Carano. I mean, thank but, God, because I would yeah. be uncomfortable if you got replaced <laughs> by her just because of the IMDB thing. Oh, alone. wait, I booked her. I, I've got to go away next week, and she's the guest host. Crap. Good news is... You're um, not supposed to tell her that, Ray. <laughs> no, no, no. The good news is I won't be here either. I've been replaced by Ray Romano. So. Oh, wow. Mm. And uh, uh, it's Chan, be you're still here. Duo. Uh, Chan, Chan, you're going to re- be replaced by Jackie Chan Adventures? Oh, boy. <laughs> a week too early. Uh, a notoriously poor audio engineer. So <laughs> <laughs> it's not a That's good fair. choice. Uh, this is an episode called The Mother of All Battles. And for Mother's Day. For Mother's Day, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. This is our Mother's Day special. And uh, guys, uh, I didn't know a lot about Jackie Chan Adventures what, with us what? never having done it before. But we've done it before. No, we have not. Um, I knew that this show existed. Uh, I definitely saw commercials for it a bunch when I was younger. Uh, we are all fans of Jackie Chan, uh, the mm-hmm. martial arts performer, I assume. 
But yeah. for some reason, I never checked out this show. But for some reason, because it's a terrible show. It's oh, not great. Shan, it's not you, great. This, that's, you're terrible. I'm, oh, I'm. Oh, wow. Okay. Why, wow. why gonna... do you want to smirch the good name? Jackie Chan is a producer on this. Yeah. No, he got paid and uh, more power to him. I approve. He's, I don't think he's getting paid uh, anything anymore or if he is. No, no, you don't get, you don't get residuals uh, from cartoons. I mean, you don't know what kind of deal he worked out. He he's plus also, he appears, I think at the end of every episode, sort of like how Howie Mandel true. did on, uh, on uh, Bobby's world. Mm-hmm. He's not, he doesn't voice the titular character, which makes sense because Wait, he doesn't. Are I did you, not look it up, so I did not realize. Are you being fucking that. serious right now? No, does he actually? I I just assumed he did and didn't give it a second thought. Did you? Do you know what Jackie Chan sounds like? I mean, I do, but I also literally didn't give it a second thought. But Jack, like at the end when he's talking, Jackie Chan's accent is so much thicker than the than the dude who's voicing oh, him. I assume they gave him a voice coach for the cartoon. Oh my god! I mean. I, I guess I expect this from you, but Chan, I'm disappointed in you. I mean, you couldn't tell that the the man voicing him did not have a an insanely you know, thick. No, hold accent. on, they, Gina. They told us it was Jackie Chan. Jackie Chan is in the show. Why would anybody, any of us, like think it any step further than that? Because Jackie Chan is not known for voice acting, and he admittedly, at this point, still needed to practice his English. I mean, neither is Matthew McConaughey, but that motherfucker is doing cartoons left and right. Oh, my God. I'm really, I like, at first I thought this was a bit. uh, It's it's James Psy, or C., is is playing but it's an actual voice actor you you guys this is this is insane for for everyone who has not and will not watch this cartoon which they end with jackie chan and he like jackie chan not not known for uh uh perfect english or voiceover skills and they ha- they end it with him, and he is saying, like, you know, he's saying, I yeah. need to what's still he, work on my English. Saying? I like to work on my English. Yeah. But meanwhile, the character it? in Did the he- cartoon does not <laughs> have a thick <laughs> Jackie Chan accent, <laughs> and he speaks a perfect English Chan and accent. is clearly a professional voiceover Wait, actor. Gina, what does a thick Jackie Chan accent sound like? I gotta go. <laughs> I just think it's a it's kind of offensive to professional uh, voiceover actors that you thought this was Jackie Chan yeah, the entire uh, time. I think it's offensive to think that Jackie Chan couldn't sound like that. Thank you, Chan. That's he what is, we're getting. It's not at. like you do one take and you're like, okay, that's it. That's all. That's all you get. You didn't he, nail it the first, first time. First of all, the lead guy who voices Jackie Chan also voices Chow and Shendu. Wait, who are those people? Uh, Shendu is like the main bad guy the, in oh. this episode or like in the uh, overall series, I guess in the overall series, but it can't because it seems like the, the bad guy in this one was just like a one off because the main is not the name dude like Ventru or something. Oh, that's Vendor. delightful. Oh, yeah. Vendor, yeah, yeah, Vendor, yeah. Um, 
Rodriguez. Valmont. Oh, it's Julian Sands. Oh, oh, James Mong is even in this. James I love Hong's him. Now, when you're dropping the lead, oh, as soon as I heard his voice, I immediately like took attention. Clancy Brown. Clancy Brown uh, is in this Clancy. delightfully. I yeah. was just talking about him at work because uh, he's the best. Uh, he needs to. I was I was talking about actors who need to like have bigger roles in the MCU. And I'm oh, a big Clancy, Clancy Brown something. fan. I say put I say put him in put him in everything, not just as a voice. I mean, he's an actor and a voice has he, actor. Has he not been in it yet? You I know feel what? Like. He was in. He like did. Uh, he did a voice for God something. Um, he, not like, he hasn't like though. appeared as himself. You know, like he has. Like you couldn't tell. I think he maybe did like one voice. Oh, he was Surter in the uh, What If episode. Okay. Marvel's what if episode. So yeah. yeah, he's not not someone that like you know, like like they could put him in another role and it wouldn't be like, hey, this is well, it's a lot easier for him to do video games and animation now because I mean he has been going for a long time. You know, it's not like I mean, he can go not, out there doing tons of stunts. He's not a hundred. No, no, I'm not saying I would Clancy argue that Brown you could also things. have a hard time doing stunts at an age under a hundred as I'm well. Not, why do you think Clancy Brown <laughs> is doing stunts? Have you never seen him in anything where he's just acted? Um, I mean, yes, but they're video games and animation. Oh he is. I mean, God. he's 64 years old. There you go. Oh, you know what? I get he was he was in an episode of The Punisher, but apparently that takes place in a different Doesn't universe. But, he's also uh, in the new John Wick movie. So obviously I'm wrong. He can obviously do action in one way or another. Dang. Getty Watanabe and B.D. Wong or Gangster 1 and 2 in this. I mean, this That's, is also like the 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 girl who plays good. Jackie Chan's niece, who it's played by Stacy Chan. I don't know if I don't know if she's any relation, but oh uh, no, all Chans are uh, related. They're in the same. They're <laughs> they're all descendants of. I Jackie mean, it could have been a nepotism hire. You don't know. He so could have said hire my real life niece, but she's played by Lucy Liu when she oh gets older. Wow, Chan. So this begs the question. Why haven't you reached out to get Jackie Chan on this show? No, this the begs the reason. question. Why does Chan hate Asians and Asian Americans? Because this show is really filled with some some big name talent, mm-hmm. some big name producers. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Oh, so you're saying producers? We need to support the producers. Uh, PGA baby. Like no, the, I'm uh, saying AM, the right. AM, I'm saying AM, writing AM, producers. AM, AM. Uh, mm-hmm. EPs, if you will, mm-hmm. a lot of there's there's a few like EPs are the they also have Asian names on there. Jackie Chan, Willie Chan, Soul and So. Okay, so you think that if someone is named Chan, I should give them money? I'm just saying you're you're hating on it. You're hating on probably one of the only uh full cast Asian American cartoons of that era this is basically the fresh off the boat of the early aughts mm-hmm. yeah of the animation all world all american girl what of the oh no, no it's that not was that the 90s so. not at all thank you <laughs> there we go when was when was this i think it was 2000 2000 2000 okay fair enough and this is season three i believe so maybe a little after that okay so still started- season two so let's talk about the mother of all battles because and this is what we're going to learn. Uh, there's an antique store that apparently no one has ever shopped at. 
Uh, Jackie Chan just kind of works there for this old guy who's a martial arts master. And he's there with an angry giant and a little uh, punk girl. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't think I think most of that was wrong. No, that checks out. I would not call this girl a little punk girl. Like a punky Brewster type. Not like a, not like I'm calling her a snot nosed punk. I just mean that she's a little counterculture. I mean, this is pretty cool. Like this, this, uh, uh, Jackie Chan adventures is set within an alternate earth in which magic and supernatural forces exist, but are known (laughs) to much of humanity. No, I, I read that and I was like, that's not an alternate earth. That's just, there's magic in this world. Like if if you call that an alternate Earth, then like literally everything on television Wait is an alternate Earth. Yeah, Chan, are you trying to say that magic I'm, exists in the normal world, so this can't be considered an alternate Earth? I haven't I haven't watched enough of it, but I'm assuming when they pitched it, they pitched it as an alternate Earth, and that's like, why it's included in here. You don't say like, oh, Harry Potter takes per- place in an alternate Earth. You just say like, well, you know, magic works, and uh, we don't know about it. So. It takes place at Hogwarts. Come on, dude. Uh, but it says the series focuses mostly on those from Asia, primarily Chinese mythology and folklore. Cool. It also includes those. Are, I mean, I'm going to, I'm going to say it's hard to, it's hard at any point to pitch shows and granted Jackie Chan is a huge star. Uh, but that, I mean, that's clearly how this show got made, but pitch, especially in like 1998, pitching a mostly Asian cast uh like show that focuses on chinese mythology and folklore that was a hard sell back then it's a hard sell now i was gonna say it sounds like a hard sell now yeah so (laughs) good i mean again good for them i know you guys uh hate asian people you want to see them get punched on the subway and therefore you Mm -hmm. hate this cartoon Mm -hmm. but i'm gonna choose to appreciate it uh Uh, how dare you first off um i am a huge fan of uh, the People's uh, Republic of China. I'm a huge fan <laughs> of all people <laughs> from Asia. And <laughs> it's going to be a Ray and Gina versus Chan episode. Oh, Not shit. what I expected going in shit. to Jackie Chan Adventures. Although <laughs> that's... <laughs> oh, wait. Now I think I might be on the wrong side of this. <laughs> I immediately yeah. have regrets. How'd that... How'd that table turn and feel, huh? Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> you know, when I put it out two loud. White, two white people are beganging up on Chan about his like of a cartoon that features mostly Asian people. I'm not, I don't know how to deal with this. Let me just add, now that I've said it out loud, <laughs> I feel stronger about my belief. <laughs> <laughs> this tracks. Um, the Chan, uh, so, okay. Uh, we, we learn that uh, Toru is the name of the very, very gigantic man uh, who's a, a, a gentle giant of sorts. I love and him. we find out his mom uh, is not would not be proud from nothing. We find out his mom would not be proud of him. His mom would be very hard to please. His mom would not approve of the choices he's currently making in life. Cut to his mom is at the front door to stay with them. Now, I love, I love is, him. Is this uh, as accurate and on point as everything everywhere all at once is to the Asian American experience? Not quite. But eh, we're in the ballpark. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think I think, uh, you know, at, at first I was thinking, oh, is this going to be like that stereotypical overbearing Asian mom? Uh, but then it didn't it it felt like, oh, OK, I, I get 
he's a sad man because of because of damage from his childhood and he's caused by caused by his mom mm-hmm. uh and i and i love him uh i think he needs to go to therapy wasn't and he needs it- to learn that he is worth he is worth it he's worth something wasn't it said that most modern uh, uh, Asian cinema can be uh, chalked up to wanting your parents to apologize to you? Didn't did I read that somewhere? I think no, that was like not. something they said while they were doing everything everywhere all at once. <laughs> I kind of remember something about it. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I, I remember reading a thing online and they brought up like five recent movies where it seemed like that was the point of every single one of them. Yes, yeah. Not all of them were specifically about Asians. Uh, <laughs> I believe they all were in this case, but, uh, but I couldn't name them. So I, I cannot win this argument. I think it's a lot of, uh, it's a lot of uh, like immigrant families in general. There's a stereotype. There's like, they do this on the marvelous Mrs. Maisel as well. Oh my God. Uh, too much. Uh, that that they're like passive aggressive people, you know, like people make jokes about Italian people with m- moms and being like, well, when are you going to get married? And what do you, why aren't you, haven't you given me grandkids? And you know, your cousin does this. And Judy, so. you're saying that's inaccurate. Uh, no, I'm saying, I oh, mean, okay. I'm only going to, I'm only going to speak to the Italian one. Cause I feel like I shouldn't speak <laughs> to the other ones, but, but it's, it's definitely accurate for oh, Italians. Okay. It's just it, not my parents because my parents were sort of the, the exception, but, okay. uh, Are they definitely first generation my, or second generation? what's that? Uh, wh- well, my dad was first. My mom was uh second. Okay. Well, that, that'll ameliorate it some. But, uh, uh, yeah, but I mean, like my, you know, hard. my aunts and stuff will still, and my cousins and stuff will still say, like, so when are you getting married? Uh, married. So that they, there are Italian, they, there are Italian stereotypes in my family. It just so happens that it's not, not necessarily my parents. About that one thing, they do sleep on a bed of pasta and mm-hmm. bleed oh, sure. marinara sauce. So that, that's well, true. That holds up. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, this, 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 I, you know what his mom shows up, the big guy's mom shows up and immediately sort of clashes with the old guy who I think is, is Jackie's uncle in this. Is he supposed to be the uncle? Uh, I'm, I believe I'm so. I'm clear, yeah. but yeah. It sounds well, cause right. I know Jackie is the little girl's uncle. So I didn't know oh. if he, if the old guy was also his uncle or his dad or something, but they immediately clashed to a point where I thought they were going to bone at the end. Did anyone else uh, think there was going to be boning? That. I did. I saw. I saw the sexual chemistry. <laughs> uh, if memory serves, uh, this character uh, like recurs. Oh. Uh, although it it feels like she's like added would be added to the cast because like uh, there's a whole dynamic there that is you know like a a fun uh, d- a comedic relief. Sort yeah. Of, you know, She's very much the uh, the mother in law on Everybody Loves Raymond character. Yeah, like yes, she, like yes. I could picture her popping by and criticizing someone's cooking. Oh, uh, okay. That's uh, that's I, the extent of what I know about uh, Everybody Loves Raymond. <laughs> that's pretty much all it is. <laughs> yeah, the of the show. it's just a mother in law stopping by and and critiquing the wife's cooking. <laughs> I found the article on Vox about movies where people want their parents to apologize to them. Mm-hmm. And uh-huh. the two examples they use are everything everywhere all at once and turning, turning red, red, which what both is- happen to be about uh, uh, an Asian uh, uh, immigrant families. But the overall point they're making in the article and where I remembered it wrong 
is they think it's a millennials storyline as opposed oh. to an immigrant storyline. So see there that. you go. I got I that could, cleared up. I could see that. Um, so, okay. Anyway, I just, I, that really bothered me that I didn't have an answer for it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so I wanted to make sure I, I got that anyway. So, uh, opening theme song, what do we think of the Jackie Chan theme song? Cause I want to hear it again. Even, obviously. Do I, do I remember it? I don't. Let's hear a chunk of it. I Big chunk. don't hate this. Mm. All right. Oh, you got the flute in there. You know what? Uh, adding it in over the uh, the rock and guitars, I'm okay with it. Honestly, uh, that kind of yeah, slapped. That yeah, kind of slapped. Like I'm this. not going to lie. And this is one of those instances where I'm not worried. Uh, I, I've often said that I prefer my cartoon intro songs to have some explanation of what's going on. But honestly... All you need to know is that this is Jackie Chan's cartoon. That's it. That's yeah. all I need. That's all I yep. got. I mean, do they, like, they, they sort of like show in cartoons what he's doing, right? Like he's, he's going to fight people. Things. He's going to yeah. fight people. That's yeah. what he's going to do. Also, but I be forgot bad. to tell you, uh, the lead singer of Rage Against the Machine showed up at the picket line the other day. Back to La Roca? Whoa. Oh, yeah. Uh, and, and like brought Tom a guitar Morella. and started jamming out, I guess. Wait, you talking about Zach or was it Tom Morello? Uh, because Tom Morello is the much more likely person to show up at a thing like this. Uh, and if you don't know the difference, um, it was, Oh, okay. Let's see. Never. Who's going to show Tom Morello. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, man, I just can't believe that Paul Ryan and Rand Paul's favorite band showed up. Oh yeah, he, yeah. He but he went to CBS Radford with his guitar. There's footage of him just singing in front of a bunch of fucking writers <laughs> with Wait. his guitar. I do. So, so the other guy is cooler, is what you're saying? Uh, Tom Morello is cooler, although he was also an audio slave, which is a regrettable decision. Okay. Okay. Man, I mean, see what you're missing out on when you're not out there picketing. You too could have played guitar with tom morello oh, oh could i have could <laughs> i have just jumped on stage there and uh i mean on the stage that is the side of the out. road by cbs radford sure mm-hmm. yeah I, I think i gotta warm luna up with the uh evil empire album a couple of times before i take her to see tom morello live i'm just saying <laughs> yeah uh but yeah this, uh, this theme song equally equally as rockin I, well, let's just say it's uh, equal to you're saying this theme song with the pan flute playing over the top equal to rage against the machine in their prime. Uh, no, I believe what I was saying was equal to Tom Morello with a guitar on the side of a street where okay. cars are honking and okay. uh, I, which I'm sure is pretty cool. You know Not what? Back you up on this one. Wow. I'm, I'm going <laughs> to say legit. This feels right. Chan, you could have brought a pan flute to the picket line and played over Tom Morello's guitar and gotten the effect of the Jackie Chan Adventures theme song. I can't believe that I missed that. Yeah, that's a a missed opportunity. Uh, Apparently in season one, the uh, uh, closing credits music was done by Weedus, which was pretty neat, although this is season two, so we just get some generic bullshit. Oh. Weedus? I'm not not familiar with Weedus. Teenage Dirtbag. Oh. Wait, you're saying they wrote the theme, the theme song for season one? 
the uh, closing credits song. Oh, but why the... wouldn't they keep using it in season two? Uh, probably Paying didn't for the rights. Enough. No, you. That's not how. That's not how shit works. If you get a theme song, you get it. Well, why don't you call up Weedus and ask them? How, but I'm saying, how do you know it wasn't them? What? How do you know? Like they're not because doing. It says in uh, on the Wikipedia page. In fact, you can just look at it yourself. Mm. Pull seems it up. Like, seems like a lot of work. I mean, I already have it up. So, <laughs> are we gonna? I will say at the beginning of this, I I felt a little bad for Toru. Uh, but I in- instantly, um, uh, latched onto like, oh, okay, no, this is a Chinese family who has some sort of Japanese servant, uh, and they're making him, uh, pay for the psychological scars of the rape of Nanking. And I'm like, okay, this checks out. Oh, is that what's going this. on? Oh, okay, oh, great. Like, because like, like from what I gather, he was like a villain. Mm-hmm. He was, he was a bad guy. And uh, and now he's sort of like trying to go legit, which is part of the which is part of the episode. But you think he's an indentured servant to make up for his crimes? I think they pay him. Uh, I'm not saying that. I'm saying that uh, um, as racist as you think uh, the United States is, um, Asia is like a 10 times worse. Every Asian hates every uh, uh, flavor of Asian hates every other flavor of Asian. Uh, mostly for good reason, uh, mm. as in, in the case mm. of Chinese people hating uh, Japanese people. Some shit went down in World War II. Not great. Mm. Uh, mm-hmm. So at, at first Man. I was a little concerned, but then I sort of like, oh, I get it. He used to be a bad guy. It's not Wait, so you stopped feeling bad for him? Uh, a, a little, a little bit. Even when, even when he uh, chooses grape soda, which is the most delicious of the sodas? It is the least like a food of any uh, <laughs> edible thing that humanity has okay. created. Okay, first of all, fuck you. I love grape soda. <laughs> wow. This is going to be the If there is rift. grape soda, I will choose it 100% I of the time. I didn't say it was bad. I didn't say it was good or bad. I said it is the least like food <laughs> of any edible see, product. I find that, I find that endearing uh, because mm-hmm. I like that he chooses it like a little kid because that's uh-huh. what I would do. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, oh, I you- like him. I like him. I want him to do well. I want him to succeed. I I realize that maybe maybe because I missed season one, he raped and pillaged, and maybe I would not feel that way. Yeah, uh, uh, but I- I'm just seeing him here as a sweet, soft-spoken guy who's a little afraid of his mom, not liking his choice of career. I will say right now, Toru is my MVP. Yeah. Of the Jackie Chan Adventures show. I think he has the most interesting story. I think he has one well, of the more interesting him, characterizations. So. <laughs> um, he might be the only one out here with the story, so don't get me wrong. Um, but I, I, I spent the whole time wondering what's going to happen to him. What choices is he going to make? Uh, is he actually going to turn evil? Uh, it did cross my mind that maybe this is the heel turn, uh, as kids on the internet would say. Yeah, no, there's definitely kids that say that. Yep, just, just <laughs> children, not 45 year old men. Nope. No one. I mean, I don't even know what it means. I've just heard lamenting the term their lost careers. Yes, <laughs> I like to. I like to use uh, terms that I hear the kids say with mm-hmm. no knowledge of what they are. I yep. hear that's funk. Checks out. Oh gosh. Uh, yeah, I liked him. I, I again, I hate that Chan hates uh sad men. He 
what? Hate Sadman. I mean, he had a real he, lurch thing going on, and I wasn't really he, sure how to do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I like that he's, I like that he's like a big dude, and he's, but he's like soft spoken. He's good with the kid. He seems kind of broken inside, quite honestly. Yeah, um, I like that. But also, his mother is awful. She comes in and she's uh, just that awful. She's awful. She's, she's rude and mean to everyone. <laughs> and all they do is make excuses for her. Oh, she's jet lagged. Is that why she just called you a rancid piece of shit to your Listen, face? Listen, she's a she's a you never met a like a grumpy old lady who shows love by critiquing. That's uh, not what's happening here. Not even a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. I don't see that. Uh, as we learn more about her and how she interacted with him in the past, like I don't, I don't get that at all. I mean, she just wants him to be successful. Uh huh. I don't, I don't she think that's it at all. Who has to die for that to happen? <laughs> yeah, she doesn't know. It's established that she does not know that he was working for a mobster. Look, if he is not telling her, there's a reason for that. <laughs> well, all she knows is that he used to make a lot of money. And wear fancy suits, mm-hmm. and now he doesn't. She used and to she, stay with him yeah. wh- where he worked, where he had a we had free lodgings. She would stay with him and did not notice that she was surrounded by <laughs> organized crime. <laughs> Thank so, you. Mm. I mean, she just probably thought he was a personal assistant. Also, if all of those Japanese people had tattoos all over their bodies. <laughs> snakes. Yeah. Very yeah. No, I don't think that wasn't his old employer, though. That was new guys. Oh, no, who, that was his old employer. He, he came from that. No. To make it, he's trying to make it nice now. And they're trying to pull him back into that lifestyle because they're aware of his past. That's what's happening in this episode. Uh, Which is why it's no, interesting. No. Uh, the, this is these are not his employers like because they keep referring to him when they, they when he gets in the car the dude yeah. is like you used to work for so and so right yeah but they're aware of his past shady dealings they yeah. themselves are a new crop of shady dealers yeah they want but i'm saying the old ones probably weren't covered in snakes they were probably a little more on the down low hmm. well you know what i'm, I'm willing i'm unwilling to uh, concede one way or the other <laughs> That's how fair. this one turns out that's fair well look and this is the most important thing happens clancy brown calls uh and he says uh hey jackie chan you're gonna work this thing tonight and jackie chan's like sure i'm not making any money from this antique store whatsoever yeah and so uh, we keep jackie chan is still a good guy he will always be a good guy there will never be a doubt that jackie chan is the good guy he's a lot like Dwayne the rock johnson in any movie he's ever been mm-hmm. you should never expect him to do a, a, a an evil turn he mm-hmm. will always be a hero in a slightly uh a tan t-shirt yeah I and love some him. Sort I mean, of also, how pants. cool would it be if you like owned a place and you're just like, ugh, I need extra security tonight. I'm gonna walk down the street and ask Jackie Chan. Well, it's an alternate <laughs> Earth, Gina. So we Jackie Chan isn't Jackie Chan, you know, per se. So this guy is Captain Black. He is with the police, and he is hiring Jackie Chan as a security guard for oh. a museum. It's true. Oh. Um, which, yeah, sounds a, a little sketch, and oh. you know, like. Uh, have some concerns that it's copaganda. I don't know how much I, he works I with the didn't police. Even, I don't think I realized this dude was. Wait, the well, guy calling him. Bill, the you're talking about Billy Zane. Are you talking about I, Billy Zane? No, I'm talking about Clancy Brown. 
Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. W- also, w- Billy Zane. Billy Zane? What is happening uh, on this show? Yeah, that fucking voice of his boss is clearly Billy Zane. What is wrong with your ears? That's Clancy it's Brown. It's clearly Sheena. Clancy Brown in every Clancy Brown role ever, including Highlander. Oh, wait, you're right. Clancy Brown does sound a lot like Billy Zane, though. <sighs> My God. Wow. <laughs> tables. They're spinning now. You thought they turned once? Look, no, the I tables turn. Baking oh, in the sun for mm-hmm. 19 years on this yeah. picket line. And so you're telling me that this is something I should go do? It's a fun, positive <laughs> yeah. experience. I mean, I'm just saying. You're really making a case for you're, it. You're, I'm surprised. You're usually mm-hmm. the first one out on any on any cause, Chan. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I, I'm, 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 I fully support the cause. While sitting down in my air conditioned office, I've seen you. I've seen you go outside for other other causes. Uh, I'm just uh, saying. He works at a Gina. He works at a nonprofit now that covers all of it. Yep. I don't think that's how causes work. How it works. Yep. You work at a nonprofit. It's like you get out of jail free card. You never have to help anyone move, mm-hmm. and you never have to attend any pickets. That's just. Wait a I don't make the rules. I don't have to help people move. No, you don't. You're covered. <laughs> You're covered. Well, yo, first of all, we are adults. We should not have friends that ask us to help us move for at least ten years. That's a we thing that live. you ask when you're like broke and in your twenties. We're in Los Angeles. Once you, uh, no. most of our forty year old friends are still broke. It's true. You're on a picket line, Gina. You have no job. That is uh, the definition of unemployed and broke. Uh, first of all, like once you hit thirty-one, you hire movers. I don't care what your financial situation <laughs> is. You hire movers, and you never mention it to your friends. Strong disagree. Uh, you got to hit forty first. Once you once you get near forty, that's when it changes. Oh Not thirty-one. God. The other side of your thirties. That's I when, did. I did stop at around thirty-eight. I yeah, like, I can't. There do it is. This Anyway, uh, uh, Toru takes his mom to the hotel. She's complaining some more, and he wants a moment of quiet. So he walks into a sushi restaurant. They say, what would you like to order? He goes, what do you have? That He says, we're a sushi restaurant, to which Toru says, I hate fish. <laughs> and in my is- head, he's just not all there. He's just his brain is elsewhere. If he if that's what's happening right now. I mean, to be fair, there's, there's a few places that are like ramen and sushi, you know, like or. They'll have like, you know, another dish that's maybe not. Well, uh, but he could have ordered Tamago or something like that. He could have ordered, you know, sure. the he could have gotten a, a veggie roll, I guess. Cream cheese roll. No, that's not Jesus a thing that not real sushi cream cheese roll. Yeah, no, <laughs> that's not Philadelphia a thing that non white people eat. Right. Delicious cream cheese and sushi Ugh. is is del- is delightful. You're a monster. When you think fish, think cream cheese. I honestly do. That's all I think about. Uh, Although he did order a bowl of miso soup. So, I mean, you know, he he got there. I I feel like he could have done miso soup and a cucumber salad. There you go. Maybe some Philadelphia rolls. You know, I'm just saying it's out there. Uh, But it was funny. I did write like, who doesn't like fish? Uh, Uh, A shit ton of people. That is not unusual, Gene. I mean, it's it's but like people who say they don't like fish are like, ew, it's too fishy, and they're like doing it wrong. You know? What are they, what are they doing wrong? Like like fish. they're 
they're yeah, they're like eating like fishier cuts of fish than they should be eating. Like if you if you're eating su- like real fresh sushi and you're telling me that tastes fishy, that's 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 there's something wrong. What you're saying is uh, this thing that you don't like, you need to eat the thing of it that is less of it and then you will like it no is, i would argue the most fish fish is the freshest fish uh-huh but that's less fishy than fish that is yeah i'm saying i think that people i'm saying i think that people who say i don't like fish mm-hmm. are thinking of it as a super fishy thing that they're like blah 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 like, You're saying I think that they're being superficial <laughs> oh, what have I you, done with my life to lead to here? I why, don't know why I could you be guys. out picketing at at midnight right now. You guys, I want to enjoy this porterhouse steak. It just tastes too beefy to me. No, uh, no, no. You see, it doesn't make sense. Says, it doesn't make says, sense. I don't like steak because it's too gamey. They're doing steak wrong. Gamey is, but gamey is a different thing. I could uh, not like fish. For a thing that isn't the name of the food itself. That's my point. I'm telling you, every person that I said, like, oh, what, like, what, what, why don't you like fish? They're like, it's just like, I, like the, the smell, the taste. And I'm like, oh, wh- how would you describe the taste? Fishy. But like, if they're getting something real fresh or something, you know, like a fresh, like, like there are, there are cuts, uh, there are fishes that are more fishy. And there are fishes that are less fishy. You heard it here first, everyone. The character of Toru is full of shit, according to TV's no, Gina I think I, I like this. I like this character thing. I like that he just doesn't like any fish that is that is at a sushi restaurant, which is pretty much all fish. Well, and to be fair, in the at this time period, most places you go, if you are Japanese and want, you know, some sort of uh, uh experience that will remind you of home for example you you know walk into a japanese restaurant and they're all going to be sushi restaurants there are no you know like home style cooking how dare you sir how there is yoshinoya on every corner in los angeles Uh, if you want traditional japanese dude should have gone to 7-eleven and gotten an egg salad sandwich because that's what i did every night as a snack right right before bed they're not in japan they're not Uh, in japan what they're not or we're not do you think that this show takes place in japan no isn't it set in china it's set in an alternate earth everyone there is no japan there is no such thing as japan in this alternate oh shit they did away with it or did did it 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 got killed from an incursion godzilla (laughs) got it i'm pretty sure uh i assume that this was taking place in vancouver (laughs) Um, you know what okay all right that tracks that tracks yeah, I got it. Uh, okay, so uh, he gets insulted by a couple of guys he wants to let loose, and then they get a little too rough. So he, you know, is about to pound them. Uh, oh, hold on, no. Okay, okay, we gotta we gotta back up to this. I'm sorry. Before we get, yeah, to yeah, do it. I, uh, right about they're they're okay. So they're looking for an octopus. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm here to see a man about an octopus. Yeah, we're not there yet, but I mean, I guess if we have to go back to go to the place we haven't gotten to this. <laughs> Wait a minute. 
haven't we? No. I mean, we've just been talking bullshit for a while. Yeah, he's oh, about wow. to get into the car and be given the job, Chan. So if you'd like me to continue no, on to uh, get no, to that you're point. you're right, though, that Ch- that Jackie nope. Chan has been hired to protect the octopus. Oh, he has, yeah. But before but, that, uh, yeah, yeah. When Jack, when they talk, this is when the cop calls and is like, hey, uh, we need you to uh, break up some Clancy uh, Brown. strikes, some WGA strikes. Uh-huh, um, uh-huh. They're honking too much in our city. Yeah, Thank yeah. you. Then... Uh, Actually, octopuses aren't fish. They're multipods. Octopi. Please, behave. Okay. Oh, that's... Yes. Now, of okay. course, that comes way later in this episode. That no, line it does is about, not. It comes literally 10 minutes from now, Chan. It comes, that is after they've stolen it, for gosh sakes. Ray, it happens at 4 minutes and 30 seconds. Chan, I have it pointed out right that. here. Guy corrects other guy about octopus. No, that that's happens. the second beat of this gag. Oh, yeah, Chan's correct. One happens when Clancy Brown tells him, "I missed, I missed it the first time." That yeah. they're not fish; they are multipods. They yeah, do that yeah, a couple yeah. of times on this show, and I really liked it. First off, multipods are not a thing. Multipods are a thing. Uh, Clancy Brown said it. Multipods are a uh, somebody was trying to sound smart. So, you know, uh, com- combine these words, you know, these uh, uh, multi and pod meaning foot to mean multi feet. That's uh-huh. not what octopuses are. Then uh, uh, Jackie Chan tries to be smarter and says octopi. But in fact, we all know that yeah. the plural of octopus is octopuses. It's actually you can actually either say Either, say either of those. You can say octopi or octopuses. It's just octopuses is way more fun. Uh, octopi is grammatically incorrect because uh, us to I uh, is a Latin cognate and octopus is Greek. Uh, Welcome back to the show where everyone corrects everyone else but <laughs> typically is wrong. It's called knowing it's half the podcast. What? Are we doing the thing that they're doing? Oh my God. No, I- I'm looking right now on dictionary.com. Both octopuses and octopi are acceptable. Of the two, octopuses is the simpler and more commonly used. The proposed plural octopodes is based on the plural or the ancient Greek word from which octopus ultimately oh. de- derives, but it's rarely used. But it, So they are octopodes. Octopodes. is one of those things that is... Uh, deemed correct now because of usage because so many people use it it is grammatically incorrect you guys uh, irregardless I'm, I'm, of I'm all of that dictionary.com i mean it this even says uh, well in latin there's a class of words that end in u.s mm-hmm. these words get pluralized by replacing u.s with i mm-hmm you know what's more riveting than this conversation? <laughs> Goddamn literally anything else. So I'm going to move forward. Listen, just There's... because you want to stay ignorant uh, for our inevitable octopus lords. Gina. Octopus lords. Gina. And oct- Listen. Oh, so you're saying that a whole bunch of octopuses would be called an octopossi. That makes sense. And, I would <laughs> and if they painted their faces, they'd be the insane octopossi. Oh, no. Oh, no. G.I. Joe will return after these messages. Duncan means yo-yo. If it isn't a Duncan, it isn't a yo-yo. Here's Gus Samara, famous Duncan champion for over 50 years. 
Some of the yo-yos you can use are the Imperial, the world's best seller. The Butterfly, to make the string tricks easier. The Glow Imperial, it glows in the dark. And the Jewel, the yo-yo with a pretty jewel in the side. All tricks begin with the spinner. Throw it off the back of your hand. And look for Dunkin' Yo-Yos wherever toys are sold. Dunkin' Yo-Yos, the favorite of six generations. Learn to yo-yo right in your own home from champion Tom Parks. A 60-minute video in normal and slow motion shows everything from tying the string to the most advanced tricks. All the basic and many advanced techniques to learn and review at your own pace. Also included on this special video are two bonus sections, how to play spin top and how to run a yo-yo contest. Now back to G.I. Joe. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. Good night. Oh, wait. And I'm, everyone genuinely turned off the episode after yeah, that. I mean, to be like, fair, the best part just God. happened. So, sorry, everybody. God, that's you over. Hate. Not going to get any better than that. Sorry, everybody. Pull, sometimes you got to pull the lights in seven minutes, Chan. You know this. <laughs> um, moving forward, uh, they've offered uh, Toru uh, the a job after giving him grape soda. Uh, they take him for a car ride, and they want him to rob this pop star show of this octopodus uh, jewel it's thing. The Japanese Cultural Expo. There happens to be a pop group playing there. Uh, awesome. Weirdly, we do not. All I noticed. We don't hear ever, which is kind of weird. Not at all. They're referenced several times. Right. Never get any closer. I love yeah. that. I love. And you know what? It reminds me of in, in a lot of TV shows, and I think this is what I think I loved about Poker Face. Mm-hmm. Is uh, uh, and it's wonderful. Is they'll have a character uh, and Lost is guilty of this. They will have a character who allegedly wrote like the biggest song on the planet. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, but then they will never play you the song because yeah. these are script writers, not songwriters, mm-hmm. and you have to you have to land it if you do it. Yep. <laughs> and so they say, you all, everybody, and that's all you ever got of the song from Charlie oh, on Lost. Excuse me, mm-hmm. no. You all, everybody, you all, everybody, acting like you're stupid people, playing your stupid games. <laughs> See, I, I went to the lost expert for the you uh, the not extra. Have done that. That's B-side. on you. No, and here's the deal. I'm glad you did. That that enhanced the show. Um, but what I'll say uh, is they. But you notice they never do that, with the exception of Poker Face. Because as soon as they said we we're a band, we had this hit song called Steelhead. I turned to my wife and I go, "They're never going to play you that song because of this rule." And then, like, five minutes later, they were jamming it, and the song delivered. So I was blown away. <laughs> I'm sorry, wearing, wearing expensive clothes. Oh, you didn't even get it right. This show's ruined. I mean, it has full lyrics, though, is what, is what I'm saying. But they don't, like, actually, like, make the song. You have to kind of imagine the song being cool. It's like Studio 60 on the Sunset Strip. We all remember that uh, wonderful show from the makers of The West Wing, Instead of the West, instead of being the White House, it's a Saturday Night Live backstage uh, with Bradley Whitford and whoever. And uh, they did the big thing where there was an entire episode. I'll never forget this. There was an entire episode <laughs> where they will, they won't, they do the big sketch, the sketch that's going to kill. It's the crazy. funniest sketch they've ever done. Crazy Christians and, or crazy conservatives? Yeah, and it's and they're going to do this absolutely wild sketch. Uh, and it's going to be a banger, and they they play it up for the entire episode. We got to do it; it'll offend too many people, but it's so funny. And then they finally do it, 
and they show it at the end of the episode, and it's a parody of the uh, modern Major General song from Pirates of Penzance, and it's the most bland, awful thing you've ever seen in your entire life. And me being a major part of the sketch comedy community here in Los Angeles, when that came out, lost their goddamn minds that that's what they went with. I'll never forget this. It will always be fresh in my mind because of how uh, upset it made everyone around it's here. why 30 Rock uh, got seven seasons and uh, Studio 60 tanked after one because they understood yeah. you don't ever show the thing that's supposed to be super funny. Nope. No, you, you, I mean, if they you, did on 30 Rock all the well, time. They gave you a and, they, snippet. and they also they used to play the song like the one time that uh, the one time that uh, Weird Al was on and the whole bit. was, And it's a great bit. If you've never seen this episode of 30 Rock, it's great. It, but it is Jenna Maroney keeps trying to like release songs like real songs. But she keeps getting parodied by Weird Al, and she's like yeah. so pissed. <laughs> so and good. So she decides to out parody Weird Al and release a parody song, which he then unparodies <laughs> to make a serious version of. And it's like it's a, like an America thing, and there's like an eagle and an American flag, and it is great. It's not only that Weird Al, I believe, does the closing Thirty Rock theme song in his style at the end as well. It's just uh, all, it's, it's all fantastic. Like if you love Weird Al, find that episode. It's wonderful. Uh -huh. um, but yeah, so anyway, the, the whole point of all of it is we're never going to see this pop group because they will never be able to deliver on the promise of this pop group, you know? That's, that's, th then they should have done a thing where they all got up on stage and then, and then, you know, the bad guys start doing been smoke bombs or whatever. I would have loved that. Um, well, we cut back to the, the, the antique shop. Uh, mom and shopkeeper dude are going at it like we were there's a lot of tension there yeah. and toru is sort of deciding am i going to take this nefarious job to rob this place uh or am i not going to take this he finds out that uh, uh, uh jackie chan is uh gonna be security for it and he goes back and he says yes and he says just to give me full disclosure because you know i according to you i did double cross my illicit companions in the past. I want you to know my friend Jackie Chan is going to be working security at this event. And they say, is that going to be a problem for you? And he says something to the effect of that's not going to be a problem because I will beat whoever you put in front of me. It's only a problem for him in so many words. Mm -hmm. And I thought that was very cool. I was like, I'm convinced this guy's going evil. Yeah. And this takes us to the event itself. Jackie Chan is full on wearing a cop outfit, his security outfit, which just reminds me, uh, a cab, obviously all Chans are bastards. That's true. <laughs> no, it's literally true. Like I, uh, my parents were unmarried, so, you know, oh, there you go. Yeah. And, uh, uh, uh yeah, as soon as I saw it, I was like, oh no, Jackie Chan, please. No, but like, <laughs> he's always going to be a good guy. And in that role, that means he will always be on the side of the police in yep. these types of endeavors. And there's no, there's just, it's like, again, it's like Dwayne, the rock Johnson. There's just no getting around that, that if you have a problem with law enforcement, you must understand <laughs> if you are seeing a Jackie Chan, literally anything, you will be seeing something that will treat the police in a positive light because he will be one of them. We are honestly having a conversation in this house about whether or not I'm allowed to uh, show Egon police story. Uh, arguably, w w certainly one of Jackie Chan's greatest works, uh, given that he's a cop. 
Not to mention, of course, his famed role as Super Cop, ladies and gentlemen. And then Super Cop just takes it to the next level. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's tough. What about Police Squad with Leslie Nielsen, the precursor to uh, Naked Gun? Is that allowed? Mm. I no. mean, that shows cops as incompetent boobs, so I would assume it would be so allowed. It's a documentary. That's, we don't, you know. <laughs> no, no, the, yeah, they just rolled the cameras and saw what happened. Yeah, yeah. there's no scripting. That's where TV's headed, after all. You know? uh, oh, sorry, <laughs> I mean, there's a there's a secret enemy that Chan lives with. That's why he's not. Uh, that's why he's not protesting. Wow! Wow! <laughs> wow. Yep. Shots fired. I mean, there's that. Also, I'm real lazy, and I I feel like between the two, uh, the it's always the simpler answer. Chan, <laughs> what if you used your lunch break to pick it outside the place you currently work? Ooh, nice. Uh, I, I work to help, uh, uh, children with disabilities. So, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> block those driveways during your lunch break for the WGA. Yeah, no kid in, no kid out. No kid, <laughs> no kid out. <laughs> A new contract is what it's all about. <laughs> uh, kind of works. Kind of. Um, okay. So. <laughs> We get to the, okay, this is the, this whole thing's coming. We're only halfway through the episode and it feels like we've hit the end of act two, but we haven't, um, the bad guys throw gas, uh, that's just meant to distract and dismay. Uh, what I appreciated is there's a bunch and just like actual police officers, the bad guys show up, throw a gas bomb that literally is just colored smoke and every police officer there and security guard, except for Jackie Chan says, I'm not getting paid enough for this. And leaves. Okay. First uh, of all, they're just security guards. They're not. I police mean, they're officers. being hired by the police. They're deputies. I mean, at the they're regular cops. And often, security guards are off-duty police officers. So. Yeah, but uh, I would argue they are right. If someone threw a smoke bomb and I was guarding shit, I would be like, I'm well, not. Why well, would I'm I be? Sorry. Protected? I'm sorry. Is, is uh, Japanese culture shit? All wow. Japanese culture? Because this is a Japanese wow. cultural expo. Uh, no, I'm uh, sorry. I, I didn't realize you. possessions were worth more than human life, Republican Chan. Uh, a smoke bomb does not take human lives, <laughs> Gina. Yo, there's not, they're not just throwing a smoke bomb in and then just doing nothing. They're throwing a smoke bomb in and then they're going to invade and shoot people in the brain. You guys, uh, windows were broken at BLM protests. Sure, they were done by police provocateurs, <laughs> but that's not the point I want to make. Uh, to I will I will give them credit. Uh, they don't actually leave when the smoke bombs go off. They don't leave until Toru shows up, and they're like, well, "Fuck I, that!" No. I would leave too. Yeah, and I'm I, done. I respect that decision. I'm done. Uh, there's one point during this fight which, at first, I thought it was a mistake. But I have just gone back to look at it, and it was not. Mm-hmm. He, uh, um, one of the guys comes at uh, Jackie Chan. Uh, he's like leaping through the air, and he's gonna like uh, beat the shit out of him. And he says, "Bonsai." And I'm like, "Bonsai, dude, it's bonsai, not bonsai. You dumb son of a." But I'm looking back at it. He is flying through the air holding a bonsai tree he's gonna clobber jackie chan with i'm like holy shit that's a good joke <laughs> that is Respect. a good joke i they did and i and i and i hate that i like did not write it down but there's something else where there was some sort of pun similar to that and i yeah. and i remember thinking oh that's clever but i of course didn't yeah. write it down because my brain is fried <laughs> 
Um, can we talk about the fact that the uh, the main enemy, the bad guy of this episode, carries a yo-yo, and his that's name... what it was. She calls him Yo-Yo Yo-Yo Mafia. Oh, yeah, but that's Yo-Yo his, Mob. Yo-Yo, Yo-Yo Mob, Mob is his name, yeah. which is amazing. Oh, wait, that's not is his it? name. I believe that's that his actual name. That is not his name. That's a no. pun that she's using because yes. he because of this Yo-Yo Ma. Oh, but here's the thing: it works name. on several levels. Yo-Yo Ma is also Asian. He this guy uses a yo-yo and he is in the mob. Yo-yo mob works on <laughs> yeah, I three get it. levels. It's I, wonderful. Yeah, no, I he get plays it. the cello I it. very well. I liked it. I also made a note of that, uh, but for the opposite reason, I did not think it was funny. See, but again, this well, is a Ray and Gina versus Chad. No class. Mr. Yo-Yo Mob took it. Mm-hmm. I think that's his real name. I'll be honest. Anyways, his, his real name is Gang Leader, in case you were wondering. Yeah, wow. I was going to say. It's Clyde Kusatsu, uh, who's a fantastic actor. And I, wonder what that has- trans- I wonder what that translates to. Yo-Yo Mob. Ah, excellent. Okay. So, uh, Toru chooses this moment to double-cross the bad guys. We have a gigantic fight. And knockout gas is now used, which then immediately takes down Toru, who I thought would last a little longer. Uh, just saying. And Jackie Chan both get dropped by the knockout gas. And next thing we see, we cut back to them, and they are uh, tied together with chains hanging over a literal pool of sharks. Oh, boy. Only this... in cartoons of, of this era and before did you see this setup. Uh, You'll see it I, a lot these days. This is the point. Uh, and I was I was hanging in there because I was like, you know what, I'm I'm not a real big fan of this, but you know, it's it's Jackie Chan, so I'll I'll, I'll stick around. This is the point where I checked out. I'm like, no. Uh, can no. I also say the the little kid followed them to the event, and I forgot to mention this earlier. The little kid who we've been kind of like walking around, who's the friend with Jackie Chan, she stole the octopus. Yeah, yeah. Straight out stole it and took it home. Yep. That's insane. I now, mean, allegedly, she stole it to prevent it from getting stolen. Yeah, I but it still that. got stolen. No, I respect the fact that she was like, I don't trust these adults. They're screwing everything up. Yeah, it was a very penny move. Yeah, it was a very penny move. That's a good call. Um, but it's still immoral to steal it yourself. <laughs> Just said if the cops showed up, it would be in her possession. She would be arrested. Uh, but also uh, her uncle and her friend slash uh, manservant are they're chained over a pool of sharks. Yes, they which are. Yeah. If you're if you're you know trying to figure out if a crime is being committed, I feel like that's a that's that's a no brainer right there. I mean, fair. Um, well, here's the deal. They gave watch the shop. Kid, watch the shop. Uh, the shopkeeper and the mom are going to go take care of this. They've been given a timeline of one hour. Give us the octopus or die. Look, and I this, like this plot line. I like the fact that like the two yeah. old people are so like hate each other so much. And then they have to come together when their kids get kidnapped and that both of them are too stubborn not to go. But yep. that they're both fucking dope ass like fighters. Like I like yes. this. I love yeah, it. I love cool. the fact that the two most competent fighters on the show get defeated easily and they need the lesser quote unquote fighting characters to come bail them out. I love that as a plot point in general. Yeah. Um, but I also like the fact we get our other callback that I did make a reference to, which is while hanging above the pit of sharks, 
Toru turns to Jackie Chan and says, I do not like fish. And I laughed. I laughed out loud when he did that. I thought that was amazing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's, that's not bad. Mm-hmm. I, you give me a good callback. I am in my happy place. Um, okay. So here we go. Now we're getting into the final fight scene. Yo-Yo guy is there. Uh, the old people bring the gem, which is an octopus. And we do that. This is the, this is where I wrote the correction about the octopus. What I love about it is the henchman is like on the verge of correcting the boss about octopus term usage as calling it a fish. And then he just uh, thinks boss? better of it. Technically an octopus is a member of the multipod family and put the fish on the table. He thinks better of it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I just think that's delightful. Uh, I, la- I laughed at that, too. Honestly, I laughed more times in this episode of Jackie Chan uh, Adventures uh, than I have watching any stand-up special on st- any streaming service in about four years. That's <laughs> that's a bad sign. Take that, Bo Burnham. Stick it to the man. Yeah. To be fair, though, I think I laughed, like, legit laughed, th- like, three times in this episode. And that is that's pretty good hit rate, quite honest, given yeah. how jaded I am when it comes to comedy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I enjoyed it. Um, you know, I, obviously great I show. I hate that this dude's gimmick is that he um is into the yo-yo. So he's super good at the yo-yo. It's great. Uh, I love it. No notes. And uh he walks in and is like, Oh, hey, check out this cool trick I just learned. Walking the dog, literally <laughs> the first trick you learn. Okay, first of all, little kids are watching this. They don't know that. Don't like, you they? Think, you think he's gonna? You think he's gonna do something like real, like difficult thing? I mean, I guess the other thing they could have done was just made something up. But yeah, you, geez, I can't think of any way that they could have just made something up. And <laughs> no, but I, but I done think it like, on a cartoon that they drew. But little kids want to like emulate what they see. So they're obviously not going to make it that hard because they want little kids to watch it and then be like, oh, crap, I can do that. Do you are you guys what? old enough to remember when Duncan Yo-Yo's used to have TV commercials? Yep. where uh, you had to like you got like a glow in the dark yo-yo and a videotape teaching you like 10 greatest yo-yo tricks, including <laughs> baby in the cradle and walking the dog. <laughs> that was like my entire childhood. Now that I'm thinking about it, I saw that commercial roughly 26 times a day. Well, and now we know what's going to go in the middle of this episode, huh? Uh, you know what? I already thought of it. Already looking for it. <laughs> uh, meanwhile, uh, the, and so they just, they go the the uh, grandparents bust in on poor Jackie Chan and uh, uh, Toru as they're being uh, dropped into the water full of the sharks. Uh, they, they go into the water and they beat off the sharks, uh, by which I mean they make the shark ejaculate in the water and then they get out. And meanwhile, the grandparents are beating the crap out of the mob. They do. And then they come into the room. Uh, meanwhile, the bad guy has taken the octopus. Like the, the he just has it. Yeah, everybody is occupied, so he's like, "I time for me to get out of here with the octopus." Yeah, it's kind of great. Yeah, and then he doesn't. What the fuck? He doesn't. He just stays there and hides in a barrel. 
he had it free and clear. He could have just left with the thing that he came for, and he doesn't. What the? F- <sighs> yeah, I mean, look, everything you're saying is correct. This is bizarre. So here's the deal. Uh, uh, let me let's get back to that point. So mom comes in and she just starts kicking all the asses, right? And the gang gets absolute. They get their shit kicked in by mom and shopkeeper, who basically uh, take their all the gang except for Yo Yo Ma uh, mob. And they go behind a curtain, close the curtain, and beat the shit out of like four or five dudes. It's wonderful. Uh, the yo-yo guy, yo-yos, he says, I got a new trick. Nails the button to uh, lower the, our heroes into the shark tank. Right? Wonderful. And then um, the kid stops it from happening. Okay, great. The bad guy is mad, so he slips on some water outside the tank, which I did notice before that and wondered if anyone was going to slip because that's where my brain goes when I see standing water anywhere. Um, And he did. He slipped on it, uh, and the the, the machine turns off. So he's like, okay, fine. And didn't he, like, like attach, like, an axe or something or, like, throw an axe? He slices the rope. Yeah. And then stuffs the little girl into a pantry. And, uh, and so our heroes drop into the shark tank and he allegedly escapes, right? He, to what Chan says, the door is right there. And for some reason, maybe it's a lack of confidence. Maybe he, everybody, he thinks everybody thinks he's going to, you know, make a run for it. So if he just stays here and everyone leaves, he could walk away safely. Not the worst plan, except the thing I want to talk about is that Toru and Jackie Chan are chained up so tight that they cannot escape in the air. They land in the tank of water. And I don't know if water has a special property on chains. I'm not aware of because the chains just melt off of them as soon as they get into the water. And I don't know how literally anything works. They're water soluble chains. It's a very normal (laughs) thing. It's like they just dissolve in the water. They're made of cotton candy. You know what? This, this makes a lot of sense. And then like at one point, Jackie Chan ropes a shark around the snout with a chain and then like rides it around the pool for a moment. It's, it gets crazy. Uh, Upside of it is that they all escape. This is where we find out (laughs) the guy is still here. What a dope. Now that I think about it, I cannot excuse this plan. I understood what he was going for, but it was the wrong call. Obviously. Yeah. Uh, The two old people still want to fight each other. And that look, the the sexual tension is through the roof right now. Yeah, I still thought I still thought that they would end up like thought, I thought at the last second they would bone in this children's cartoon. I, I feel like they probably do by season four. Okay. Yeah, the will they won't they is really off the <laughs> chain. You know, not since Castle uh, and X Files have I seen it to this level. <laughs> not since David Boreanaz. <laughs> Oh, man, not since David Boreanaz on uh, uh, Bones. Mm-hmm. And Emily Deschanel, yeah. Zo- Zooey's um, sister. Hot mm-hmm. chemistry for the ages. And this is what kills me, right? I learned about that actor through watching Bones and then oh found out over a decade later that he was Angel in the Buffy Ugh. series. Oh, and I was like, oh, that's me. where... That's where he came from. Oh, <laughs> he's still a very me. attractive man. But why is Bones in this Buffy episode? Everything about you disgusts me. I mentioned Charlie from Lost earlier. Didn't know he was a hobbit till like <laughs> Lost was off the air. I hate you. 
didn't put any of it together. So basically, I really like these actors for their second big role. And then I find out afterwards that they had a much larger first big role before that. And that's okay, too. It's It's not okay. I'm glad to see I get immediate disapproval (laughs) from the team. No discussion. Uh, For the record, and if you know this, if you've been listening to the episode, I did find the Duncan commercial I was looking for, and it did play in the ad break of this cartoon show. I'm just having a good time. I'm having a good time with this one. Whatever. So now we get back to, uh, uh, oh, the the cartoon part is over. Yeah. And we get uh, Jackie Chan answering viewer mail. Viewer mail, ladies and gentlemen. I like this. He's very (laughs) likable. His likability score is through the roof. Do we have a sound comparison for the people at home? Because Gina won't uh, do the voice for us. Can we hear what Jackie Chan sounds like when he talks in the finale and what he sounds like as a cartoon character on the show? Because I think it was pretty similar. I think it was pretty similar. Here is Jackie Chan in the cartoon. What? Oh, no. Stop it. Both of you. Here is Jackie Chan in... Real life. I like rap song because it makes me like a, when I'm training, I like this kind of music. Celine Dion, Mariah Carey, Queenie Houston. I love that he goes from rap right to, <laughs> right to Celine Dion. But that, and then he goes to like like 60s and yeah, yeah. yeah. he's okay. got eclectic tastes. I this hope is- that is doctored at all i hope that was just them being like hey we're gonna ask you a question answer honestly instead of them being like we'll don't worry we'll give you the names that'll be funniest listen oh, no, I, no. this was the fourth time i remember this time too i laughed because they asked jackie chan what is your favorite music and you you heard that part he likes rap he likes that no he, he, said rock. The old- he said rock he said he oh, likes rock, rock because because when he exercises it, it gets nope. him moving he said rap i heard rap can we hear that again, please, Jan? I like rap song because it makes me like a. Yeah, you're right. Rap song. Sounds like rap. Yeah. So I can see why they replaced his voice actor. <laughs> uh, that's what I was. That's what I'm saying. Uh-huh, anyway, he... you hate the sound of a Chinese man's voice. Is no, that what because saying? he's not a professional voice actor, and he, mm-hmm. and you cut it off before he even said. I like what they're saying in the songs because I can practice my English. He's he makes fun of himself, his ability to speak English a lot of times. I don't know how I don't know how many times you've seen him, but he does it in like every interview. It's like a very charming, self-deprecating thing that he does. But he's not a professional voice actor and English is not his first language. So like it, it would just take so much more time for him to record that than a professional voiceover. Should also person. point out for the same reason they didn't let Hulk Hogan play himself in rock and wrestling. <laughs> this sounds the part- like Gina's <laughs> creating a bamboo ceiling to me. Wow. She won't allow any people. He was a producer. Descent. He could have made himself. He doesn't need to ask anyone's permission. If he's an EP on that show, he could have been like, look, bitches. Look, I'm the voice or no one's the voice. He was so busy, though. I can see why he would just like. Yeah, put his, of course. Get that's the why check and do nothing else. That's why he, he he probably shot all of those fan mail things in one day. Oh, yeah, for sure. They also probably could not afford him for his like, like, like they can play pay voiceover actors 
beans. But if he's already an EP and he's already appearing in everything, they probably at some point were like, we can't afford this fucker to come in and yeah. record voiceover. Also, do you know how much we're already paying him? And this is the part that made me laugh, though, is he goes, I also like Bee Gees and I also like the Beatles. Just kidding. I'm too young. Yeah. <laughs> I audibly, I laughed out loud when I heard that. Uh, yeah, that, he's that one great. got me. He's, he's a jerk, so, son he's of a bitch. So he's very fun. I lo- look, I'm going to say right now, if you've never seen it, my favorite Jackie Chan uh, movie is Rumble in the Bronx, which to me, wow. it's one of the top okay. five most fun action movies of all time. Yeah, yeah. I think I saw it in theaters like, three if, times. I think if <laughs> aliens were to like invade the earth and we had to send a coalition of individuals to convince them not to destroy earth, that would like not, you know, like that would be as, as anti like Donald Trump as anti whoever the least likable human being on earth is. Uh, you send Tom I think Hanks be, and like, Jackie Chan. I think, I don't know about I, I like Tom Hanks. I don't think I don't think he's quite as likable. I, I would say like Jackie Chan, Keanu Reeves. The Rock. Maybe Mandy Patinkin is in there somewhere. Oh uh, Alan Alan Cummings gotta go. There's a there's a there's a um there's a great photo from the, the New York picket lines of Lynn Manuel Miranda offering oh, Mandy Patinkin a donut. Yeah. Oh my god. A box of donuts. And I feel like those two guys should go up to the aliens with a box of donuts, which with Jackie Chan. A more wholesome image is not possible. Um, Norman Rockwell wishes he'd come up with that, quite honestly. Yeah. Um, And that is. I think we're coming out of it alive as long as they don't watch any clips or go on the Internet. Yeah, don't let don't let Kid Rock on that on that ship. Just a bad idea. Yeah. Because he shot a bunch of Bud Light. Well, yeah, yeah. he sh- he he shot at a bunch of Bud Light while his friend, who was slightly off camera, <laughs> did most of the actual shooting of the Bud Light. Ugh, I mean, the fact uh, that we're talking about it is just guys. We're the real we're the real villains here that we're By giving time, him any attention. Look, we're recording this in May. By the time summer hits in one month, no one will remember that ever happened. That's how insignificant it I is. I mean, they will because they'll be listening to this podcast and then and then his star meter will go up because people listening to this podcast will be like, wait, what are they talking about? And then they'll Google him. We are part of the problem here. <laughs> I like I'm, I'm, I'm bringing up Lin-Manuel Miranda and Mandy Patinkin. You're bringing up Fuckface. I love the fact that you think that in one month's time, this show will be much larger in the knowledge base of the average person than Kid Rock. I like this plan. I'm not against it in any way. I'm just doubtful. I'm pressing X for doubt. Did you guys hear Katie Porter showed up on the strike today? How cool is that? Did she play with Tom Morello? Play pan flute? <laughs> yeah, she brought her she, whiteboard. She wrote out new lyrics for him to Let's read that were mostly based on basic math. I, I, I look, this is the time capsule for the year 2023. That's what the show was known for a time capsule of the era in which it was recorded. And I think Katie Porter is perfectly good. She's running for Senate. We will see what yeah. happens. We will see what happens. Yeah. I don't know who all's running. Go Katie. I, uh, I'm generally a fan. of. Hers. Yeah. It sucks that you guys hate her because you hate picketers. What is happening right now? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go listen to, I'm going to go listen to killing in the name of, mm-hmm. 
um, and just imagining it with a, with a pan flute over the top. If any of you are good at sound <laughs> editing, I'd love to get a version of Killing in the Name of with a pan flute. That's your mission for this week. So that he can uh, play it for his daughter. Yeah, ideally. Or just play it at the picket line tomorrow when Gina goes. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. This strike ain't ending anytime soon. This is evergreen material at this point. It's true. <laughs> Uh, anyway, this is Knowing Is Half the Podcast. I hope you enjoyed our Mother's Day episode. This episode did just had more to do with one character's mom than Mother's Day, per se. But you know what? We'll take you know what? it. Motherfucker, you try and find some Mother's Day episodes of cartoons. Don't say that. Not Gina easy. will come up. Gina no, will find a list of 15 Jan, in about 30 seconds. I think Chan did a good job. Damn no, right. here's the deal. I'm glad we finally did Jackie Chan Adventures. Start there. I thought this was very Mother's Day. There was a whole arc of him, of his mother learning to accept him because he's a good fighter. Look, is this show particularly great? I would argue it's not. It's average. It's not great, but it legitimately made me laugh out loud four times. So maybe I should be ranking it a little bit higher. Uh, and they have Clancy Brown in it. So, like, what more? Uh, you know, what what more do I need? And Jackie Chan, of course, is delightful when he bothers to appear in the show. Yeah, he was really, yeah, he was not in it much. Um, I, I think I, I actually, now that I'm breaking it down, I hold it in higher esteem than I first thought I did. Uh, legitimately, any show that makes me laugh, again, I have to, I have to give it up to it. Yeah, How often I mean, does that I happen on this it, I, show? I liked it from the start. I, I like it's not it's not breaking any new ground. It's wow. not brilliant. I'm not going to like go and watch more episodes of it, but I enjoyed it. Gina over here is the Jackie Chan Adventures hipster of the show. Mm. Yeah. I liked it from the start. Yeah. I mean, I liked it back when we did an episode of it. (laughs) Today. (laughs) (laughs) I liked it since today, but before you. (laughs) Uh, You know what? Yeah, I'm into it. Uh, anyway, uh, these are the places you'll find us. uh, Patreon.com slash knowing is half the podcast. By the time you hear this. Uh, there is still time. We did have a brand new patron join the patronage and get a t-shirt. Uh, it was ordered while the recording of this episode happened and you have until the end of the day on the 15th of May, which is Monday. So when you hear this, you'll have like a couple of days to get it done. If you would like to join or you already are a patron, you just got to send me a message or comment on one of the posts about t-shirts. So I make sure that I know you want it, what size to buy and what address to send it to because people do move. And if you don't do those things, I just have to assume that you just don't care enough to want a T-shirt. What I'm asking for, in my mind, nearly the bare minimum. That's fair, right? I feel like anyone who listens to the show and uh, cares enough to uh, give us money also doesn't listen to the end of the show because like i've already done my i don't need to hear them shilling over and I, I over disagree. again these are, only, these are the only people here. who listen to the end of the show <laughs> thank you channing sherman for being here with us you're basically the fourth head in the room that's all i'm trying to say um anyway you can find us on facebook.com slash knowing is half the podcast patreon.com slash knowing is half the podcast and at gi joe podcast on twitter or you can also find links to watch the episodes that we are watching for the show and 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 to make decisions for yourself. I think it would be fun to watch the episode and then listen to the podcast, but I've also heard people say they listen to the podcast and it makes them want to watch the show afterwards. Man, whatever's good for you. Or don't listen to the podcast and just watch the show. No, that's bad. 
That's don't bad. watch the show and just listen to the podcast. Do that. As long as you're listening, we need them numbers. <laughs> Dear Lord. Uh, otherwise, it's at GI Joe podcast on Twitter. Like I said, and individually, I am at Almighty Ray. I am at uh, Hyrule uh, <laughs> playing Tears of the Kingdom. You can't pet the dog, Chan. I'm out. I just saw that, too. Like, what the hell? <laughs> The dog even rolls on his back for belly rubs and you you, can't do it. Like, why would they have him present the bell if you're not getting to pet the bell? Yeah, that that CD-ROM Zelda game is way better than this one. That's all I'm trying to say right now. Drop the Dodongo on that. Gina Ippy. And that's the episode Mother's Day Jackie Chan Adventures. We'll be back, I don't know, at some point with another episode when we feel like it. Um, so until next week, may all of your fish be delicious and not fishy Uh and uh may all of your Jackie Chans, uh, sound like some other guy. Scarlet Destro Tunnel Rat throws a grenade. <laughs> Cobra attack. That's a weird. This is a weird theme song to go with the Jackie Chan. Show. Couldn't believe it myself. Wow. And I didn't realize I'd sung it. Man, I got to go back and check my residuals. <laughs> yeah, you should get some BMI checks. <laughs> I'll settle for just a BM. <laughs> Hello, dear listeners. Do you enjoy playing video games with your best friends? Then I have the pod for you. I'm Philip, host of The Gaming Together, a cooperative podcast. Each week, my co-host Nave and I break down a cooperative experience in gaming. And we are always looking for new co-op partners to join us. So come play with us on The Gaming Together podcast. So I'm standing over this toilet taking a piss and I'm playing my Pokemon and I dropped it in the toilet. I remember the Game Boy just tumbling into water. And I remember screaming for my mom, trying to get this game. Wait, how old are you? And she yelled at me. She yelled at me. Oh my god! Traumatized. I was like, no, my my Pokemon. That's gaming together, a cooperative podcast. Come on down, co-op partners.